my name is Darren Johnson, and uh, I noticed on my first one of these things I did when I went back and listened to it, I was definitely a little more on the, uh, I don't know, non-caring, compassionate feeling side. So I have a stack of these things that I've been writing thinking I was going to put a book together eventually, and these are going to eventually turn into these episodes one by one. So a good follow-up I thought I had to, you know, knowing that you're capable of change, you're capable of doing something different, there is a different, you know, way to go about some of the decisions you make on a daily basis and some of the choices that you have as a person. So that is what I call a double-edged sword of accountability because it's a double-edged sword. It is the ultimate weapon that you can have to defeat all of your enemies, and it will sometimes hurt yourself, and you're supposed to. That's how you get better at it. So, accountability. Oh. Accountability means that you have realized that there's something that you can get better at. You have felt a need to get better at that thing, so then you pursue that thing. Um, that is a never-ending cycle. That race is never finished, no matter who you talk to or what person. The ability to realize what you can improve on and get better at that comes from any, any area of life, no matter how successful or unsuccessful you are, there's always going to be room to improve, whether that's, you know, financially, mentally, you know, physically, speed-wise, trying to race and get better, any of those things. So, uh, quick little background, me and my family have just recently moved to Missouri from the Sunshine State down south, and uh, we were both born and raised in Florida never really lived anywhere else we decided that uh even if we stayed there and we continued to pursue all of our current goals that no matter what story was written you could almost predict the chapters you know maybe maybe something you know wild might have happened along the way you can't always tell the future but we knew that if we up and moved to somewhere that none of our family have ever lived that none of us were have ever been familiar with that that story is completely changed We've never seen snow, you know, the cold weather's a, a thing that we're going to work on our way to to function through, and just all these different things we wanted to do for our kids, try to be the best parents, try not to participate in the cycle of what's been the norm of what we've been exposed to any longer than we have to. Uh, neither one of us are perfect. I've made a, a bunch of mistakes, you know, gotten in trouble. I've been a construction worker in the fire sprinkler industry. Most of my life, you know, job sites, long hours, clocking in and out, just uh, going through the motions. And those motions are what I feel like 90% of people go through to try to, you know, those are the things that you have to do to survive. It's not always gloryful, and it's not always, you know, overwhelming. There's a lot of pride in a lot of the things that we did, being able to look at it at the end of the day and say, you know, that was me. You know, we put every single piece of pipe that's in that building there. If anything ever happens, you know, we are very aware it's going to work right. You know, just having that pride in your industry. It's always been something that I've liked to, to keep my integrity in, is that no matter how shitty the people I worked around were or the situations that we were in, at the end of the day, there was always, you know, a little bit more pride in making sure that that got done correctly than there was, you know, to me flushing a toilet or making sure the light switch worked. So that ended up being the trade that I went into. So uh, why Missouri? 
right? What a crazy place. We uh, keep telling people we moved here from Florida, and I love that. What y'all mean you lived? Why would you do that? Well, uh, you know, we came from the swampy trailer park part of Florida, not the shiny golf course part of Florida. So um, not that there's anything wrong with that swampy part. It's a heck of a place to grow up. And you get to see and do some cool things. But uh, again, man, like why just repeat the cycle? You know, I have to worry about our kids making the exact same mistakes. You know, I'm sure everyone's going to, we're going to learn as we grow and everything's going to get rough at times. But let's let, let's go through a different hard. Let's, everybody gets to choose their hard. Whether you're, it's long, hard days, a hard situation, you know, you, you are in control of that. So we chose to, uh, to move here. I got to uh, be part of... First Forms Legionnaire team, which provides me with a really cool coach, a really cool accountability partner on a couple different levels, just getting to meet those guys in person, see the way that their entire team carries themselves. You know, we were probably a year into just wanting to be better people than we were and um, discovered their team, got to go and do some training with the 307 Project. If you aren't aware of those two companies, you should probably just turn my shit off and go ahead and, and go get some real eye-opening, you know, educational stuff before you come back. I feel like I'm more for, like, the baseline. You know, people, if you're in the middle of it, you haven't figured it out yet, you're trying to figure it out, you don't know where to start, like, yeah, we're about two full years almost into just deciding, like, fuck, fuck, whatever it was that was going on, something had to change. And then we discovered all these people along the way who are just the most honest, truthful human beings that you can put yourself around. And then you, I became aware, and my wife, Courtney, we both did this training, and uh, what you can do with the team, what the overall capabilities of your success are when you put yourself in the presence of at least one other person who wants to also better themselves, you know, it's, that's... I'm sure it's in the Bible somewhere. You know, if two or more are gathered with a current goal in mind, that goal is going to be amplified into reality because that thoughts are things and that comes into it. So this is something I wrote on July 30th of 22. It's a little bit over a year ago. And I'm going to try to read verbatim for the page and let uh, my message be heard as you want. So some days are better than others for everyone. Today was a change for both me and my wife, Courtney. Our understanding of our thought process of how one single notion towards one single thought can ultimately be that decision you made for how you want to feel that day. Regardless of the task at hand, what life throws at you, every human being on earth has within them the possession to think and choose their own free will in every situation. As Americans... I truly believe that we have been set up to find the negative in every situation. You know, why does our family suck? Why are the reasons, you know, we're not educated enough to want this job? Why is the reason that I couldn't do this? Why is the reason I couldn't do that? You see so much success in people for doing foolish things that you think it must be some sort of magical fairy dust that you don't stand a chance at that type of success. From the ignorance that you see in reality TV shows that have been pushed down your throat for generations and generations of giving a crap about what these useless human beings are doing for entertainment, that's mainstream cable. That's what they want you to see. The ridiculous recording artists that labels continue to promote, promote, <coughs> excuse me, promote 
knowing how it's going to affect the North, knowing well that this type of music is illegal in certain countries because they don't want their kids to be stupid and sidetracked and to just have absolutely no morals. But here in America, that's what they propagate. That's what they push. Who is the stupidest, most fullest message that we can possibly put out there? And that's what you receive. We can see both in every TV commercial, every magazine cover, every song on the radio, there's a hidden message disguised in there somewhere about something you want but you can't have, some sad, pathetic, worthless way that you're supposed to feel and it's okay, or chasing these material objects that think that they're going to bring you fulfillment in your life. I've met people who have had names of cars I couldn't pronounce. I've met people who've had properties I've dreamed of. When you meet these people... And you can just, you know, hey, how you doing, man? What's up? Dude, this is, I, I, the airport was always a cool place to work to me because you got to meet all these guys that had planes. And uh, these guys are all cool as shit, man. No matter what their, their background were or how they got to that walk of life, they were always some of the coolest people to be around. And they don't have any special pride. They don't walk around like they're better than everyone for the things they have. There's no change in their day-to-day actions because they came in possession of this material object that they sought after all along. It's just another thing to them. Those things don't matter. Anything that you want right now that you really wish you could have, once you get that thing, there's no fulfillment. The only answer after that is what next. So how can society move forward if you're having doubts and self-pity and no accountability is pushed on the mainstream and taught to be the norm. I believe depression, depression itself, sadness, all of the boohoo bullshit that you hear from every person you know who has something cut out for them that's hard comes from walking past the trash can and not picking the trash up off the ground next to it. It's a very simple concept. It's kind of hard for people to understand who don't necessarily get it, so stick with me here. I mean, why would you pick the trash up? Not your trash can, not your trash. You're not at your house, you're not at your work, you're not at your friend's house. This is a random piece of trash next to a random trash can in a random place. What 99% of today's society does not understand, this is what today's society does not understand, is that if you are intelligent enough to notice that it's on the ground and you have enough knowledge and intelligence to know that it should be picked up somebody should do that but your lazy proud not my problem conditioned mind walks past it anyway you have now created doubt in your subconscious you have now taken the fire the confidence the belief out of your mind unknowingly and you have replaced it with self-pity because you know someone should have done that It's a hard concept to comprehend the first time if you don't hear it directly. Rewind that. Hear it again if you don't get it. What I'm saying is that happiness comes from doing these things you know you tried your hardest at. Putting your all into everything and leaving it out there in the field. That's why every peewee coach in the nation, whether it's softball, football, soccer, everyone says, go out there and give it your all. Why would they tell little kids these things? Why would they tell a small child who doesn't have an understanding of the world yet to go give it your all. Because in a child's mind, the adult understands that's the ultimately achieving success, is believing in yourself, manufacturing those thoughts in reality. If you can't pick up the trash, 
knowing that the entire world is dirty because you don't think that you're going to make a difference, you're going to have a hard time telling your mind to do things that are hard for your goals when and hold yourself accountable for the things that you are, in fact, in control of. Some people were not born with enough intelligence to comprehend right from wrong. I've seen crackheads, meth heads, heroin addicts, you name it, who these people do stupid things all the time and they never feel bad. They don't have any karma. Karma only wreaks those who are capable of understanding that it shouldn't have been done in the first place. These people are spared from negative thoughts because they do not have the accountability or the decision-making to understand that they had control in the first place. They were raised to believe that everything is just the way it is and there's nothing they can do about it. And they refuse to even comprehend. They don't have God's voice. They don't have the ability to realize they can make a difference. So thoughts are things, truly. I love that saying because there's not a more true phrase in the human existence. We learn the hard way, and oftentimes, uh, excuse me here, man. I have a paper or something going on. So yeah, I know that we, we learn the hard way, and oftentimes are not in complete control of our thoughts, that what we have been conditioned to think will rear its ugly, rear its ugly head and push itself and will continue to notice where you can do better and where you can continue to feel bad about things that you're not doing. That's the double-edged sword of accountability. That is the yin and the yang of holding yourself to a higher standard than 99% of the people who float through the world not knowing that they have every excuse in the world to be lazy, unappreciative, and not work towards anything is their mind that will give them a such a need for video games and antidepressants and bring them to a helpless state because they do not have the courage to pick up the trash when you walk past the trash can. Accountability is supposed to hurt. If you hear things that make you uncomfortable, if that goes, dang, man, oh, I, I, that's me right there. He's talking about me, and I know I can do something better. It's supposed to. It's not all about feeling good and, sh and anything. And no matter what walk of life you are, whether you just got out of prison, whether you're homeless, whether you're, you bought your first house and have a family, whether you bought your third house and have a family, whether you, you own 15 businesses and you're working on your 16th and you have you know, more money than you ever know what to do with, accountability is always going to hurt because you're going to have to the, – the problem that people make is doing nothing. What's the best thing you can do? The best thing. What's the second best thing you can do? Some sh fucked up dumb shit. What's the worst thing you can do? Absolutely nothing. Sit there and rot. Become spoiled and, and melt. Y you have to realize that you can do better. And in that moment, in that thought, use that energy to actually take an action. To get up in that moment and put yourself somewhere uncomfortable on Pick up the trash when you walk past the trash can. That's how you, in small ways, begin to understand that what you put in is what you get out. And you are capable of, of making any difference 
in your world that you want. Don't be scared to be a good person. It's a lot of weight on someone's shoulders to try and be a hero. And you can never do the right thing. You can only do the right thing with the knowledge that you have provided in that situation at that time. But if you can begin to pick the trash up that's not yours in a random place, maybe you can pick up the trash in some of the decisions you make in your mind. Maybe you can pick up the trash on some of the time that you spend in areas you know you could do better in. Maybe you start to pick up in every single little thing that you always wished and hoped and desired you could be good or better at. It starts with realizing that you are capable of that once you have the voice inside of your head that tells you it's wrong. That is your blessing. That is the realization of accountability. That is your separation from the, the gnomes or the, the goons, the, 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 the whatever you want to call them, those ghosts of people who walk around that are here, but they're not really here. You know what I mean? They talk about the same dumb shit every time you see them. They're trapped in the same dumb circle every fucking year after year after year, and then they die, and then their kids do that shit, and then they die. And then, and then we're just these worker little bees that, that, that know everything's wrong. That's wrong. That's fucked up. That's wrong. I, that, blah, blah, blah. And you don't do shit. I bet you go to church. No, but fuck those people, man. You have the realization of accountability inside of yourself. You have to be strong enough to have the courage to do the right thing. So uh, that's my lighter episode topic here i had planned don't shove that on back to the back there so i'm gonna get a at least a couple good stories in on my next one i've got some some funny stories some some certain situations we've been in some uh examples of how you know having this this accountability that you know right from wrong has been a a uh, a blessing in me, you could say, an existence that has never not been there because it's just the way that I feel everyone should live their life. You shouldn't have to be anything other than what it is. And if you're chasing happiness, you know, everyone's, well, I just want to be happy. I don't need all that. I just want to be happy. Oh, I don't need all that. I just want to be happy. Happy lies in God's voice, your accountability, and your action. So, all right. Go out there and uh, make some good decisions, guys. See you next time.